0: Welcome to episode 18 of the Goals of Motion podcast. This week in Pick of the Week we will be discussing the Nations League and how England's campaign has flopped. And in Coach's Corner we will be discussing how you set your team up for specific opponents. Just a quick one before we start the podcast today. Um, it's been it's been three, three weeks plus since the last release of the last episode. Um we've as a club, obviously me and Nathan, um are managers for the FC Darlington Locomotives, he's the chairman as well. Um and we've had a massive, massively busy end to the season. We've had our presentation day which was absolutely fantastic. Um and it's just a great club to be a part of. Absolutely fantastic. Don't know why you'd want to be anywhere else and not part of this fantastic club. So that being said, um, like I said before, the content's going to be more frequent. Um, just been absolutely manic the last three weeks or so. Um, <clears throat> and unfortunately, we've not put any content out there. But as as I've been doing, I've been keeping everyone updated on, on social media, uh, Twitter, Facebook... Etc. And yeah, we've got a couple of exciting guests coming up in the next next two or four weeks. Um, so keep a uh, keep an ear out for that. And yeah, just it was just a quick update, really, just to keep you all in the picture. And uh, and I hope you enjoy episode eighteen part two because for some reason it went down as episode eighteen the last one. So this is episode eighteen part two. And yeah, join join me and Nathan on this one, and then me, Nathan and Jack on the next one. Look forward to you listening, as much as I enjoyed recording it. Thank you. Pick of the week. Right, so this week on Pick of the Week, we're going to be discussing England's Euro Nations League performances, and if Southgate is the right man for the job. Nathan, do you want to start us off with that one?
1: Yeah, nice to be back as well. Um, I think I've seen a lot of stick for Gareth, and um, I'm going to be the one that's got the unpopular opinion. I think he doesn't deserve it. Um, I don't think we'd give stick to anyone who's got us in a... Final in a semi final recently. Um, Other managers, Bobby Robson, managers like that, who got stick in the press, I know, in the 80s. But I think we've just still got to think of what he's actually done and whether he's brought the, the English game, not just the national game, where it is now in, in England. And at, at the end of the day, look at the, 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 the Nations League's a pre season tournament in June, really, isn't it? It's been absolutely yeah. worthless.
0: Well, Kevin De Bruyne said that, didn't he?
1: Yeah, it's just... I, I honestly don't see the point of it. These these lads are going to go... And, and I know they can pay a fortune, I know they do, but you've got to give them a little bit of downtime to get maximum performance from people. Um, you know, I, I listened to his interview a couple of weeks ago on the High Performance podcast uh, with Jacob. And he's an intelligent man, Southgate... Um, he knows what he's doing he's the right man for the job at the moment I think I don't think there's anyone better um, so I think we just keep sticking it with him and, and don't judge him on more terribly organised and bad timing games
0: yeah I'd, I'd say so I think I've so me and you spoke about this last week briefly Yeah. Um, and I was like oh well I don't know if he is the right man for the job but then thinking about it strip it back if, for instance, I don't know, say when, like you say, Sir Bobby Robson was in charge, um, or even like Fabio Capello, anyone like that, if you said, right, you yeah. got three friendlies, because obviously they've tried to make them glorified friendlies, haven't they, the Euro Nations League? Um, yeah, yeah. So if you say, said to me back then, oh well, they drew, they drew a couple and uh, got beat by Hungary... Or whatever, you know, lost two, Drew Two, whatever. You'd be like, Oh yeah. well, it's only a friendly. Does it really matter? Um, yeah. and I think I, I just think social media has a massive part to play in how poisonous fan bases are uh, towards managers.
1: It doesn't and also people who are football fans but not football people they're putting the two pence in and you know, you, you look at, I looked at that team and thought some of these players are, are nowhere near in form and we're expecting them to, to perform the same standards as they did against the Italy's and your Croatia yeah. in the semi final you thinking, I mean, we're Newcastle fans, Kevin Trippier's has played how many games in the last four months? Three? Yeah, three games, yeah. Playing at full-back, you've got Harry Maguire in there. It was had a shocking season. Not him personally, but Manchester United teams like that. for yeah. a few Man United players in there who've had probably the worst season that Man United have ever had. Yeah, um, you know Raheem Sterling, even players like that have had. Yeah, they've won the league, but he's been fifty percent on the bench.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know,
1: you know give him a little bit of six weeks off and then play those games with a bit of meaning behind it, as in the qualifiers or whatever. Then the win them, no bother. But these lads didn't want to be there.
0: And it's and rightly so, I think. Yeah, I, f- I think you know you hit the nail on the head where it's like you've even got players like Calvin Phillips. How many games did he play from January? Like, yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> yeah. Like, and he, you know, he's, ret- he's returning from injury to play for the national team. Like, that's
1: that's wrong.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's. And and I I think looking at it, maybe it was genuine or whatever. But I think Phil Phil Foden did the right thing. They apparently he had a bug or whatever. Um but he missed yeah. I think he missed three out of the four games or two out of four. Um yeah. and I I just think that we're expecting this and I'm not gonna call it the golden generation because we know what happened last time, that was the thing. But these yeah. this generation of players are the most talented that we've ever had and to expect them to play 65, 70 games a season, then when the season finishes a week later, go and do another training boot camp with England for friendlies, is absolutely mental. And I can see why they didn't perform, because they didn't want to be there.
1: Yeah, it's it's right as well, isn't it? And and people are saying, "Is is Southgate the right man for the job? Well, you had people in there like Sven and... Fabio Capello, who had players like David Beckham, Gary Neville, Paul Scholes, Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard, Rooney, Owen, all of those players who personally, I think in the day, walk into the England setup now. Yeah. Some of them struggle to get out of
0: group stages with those teams. Yeah, exactly. And now we're slaughtering a man who've got
1: a team that we weren't expecting to pass the quarters into the finals of the Euros and, and with a better side in the final, I think, um, other than you know, some
0: very uh, experienced centre-half player by Italy. And yeah. now, <laughs> six months later, are we? Ten nine months later, we're slaughtering him. Yeah, exactly. I I think there's, there's... We we know more than anybody as well, you know. There's certain... Um, certain. I'm not going to call them fans, certain people who follow Newcastle, um, yeah. who who have come crawling out the woodwork soon as the takeovers went through and, and they're saying, oh, well, you haven't signed this player, this player, why don't you do this? Be- and they're, they're the fans that you don't want, and I think that's why England fans get portrayed all over the world as they do in the media, because the the minority spoil it for the majority. So Southgate is the right man for the job because he's taken us to semi-final final and he's, he's embedded team spirit, and togetherness yeah. in in the camp where years ago when it was that golden generation that was, you know, terrible um as a team, they, they it was all about the wags and, and that lifestyle where now yeah. it's about a style of play and it's worked. So if you look at the last two tournaments, you can't say, oh, well, we should sack him before the World Cup because who are you going to get in and would there, would there be any better with, with the players that we've got?
1: These players that we're talking about now, that are the golden generation, when we had the likes of and um, the last the last few England managers in charge, Southgate was the one working with these young players. Yeah, he was the one bringing you, your Sancho's, Rashford, sterling's all of those players, bringing them through, was was Gareth Southgate. If you, Obviously, we're doing a podcast right now. People are in the podcast, listening to the High Performance podcast, the episode with um, Gareth Southgate on it. And he, he tells you how it all started. And it all started with him bringing those players in through the ranks, having experienced failure with Middlesbrough, which he did yeah, as a manager, and rebuilding himself and working with the next generation, you're under-16s, 15s, all the way through to your 17s. Uh he was the one that was coming out with these retreat rules and stuff that we play in the nature in in leagues right now. Yeah. He underpinned this, he's a clever man and he's actually the one running it right now for our England set up with those players who've come through the ranks. Yeah. There you go. So I mean I've seen i I've seen fifty fifty out there saying he's not the right man for the job and then other people going well, give him a break, sort of thing. Look what he's done. I think absolutely. If he if he wasn't the right man for the job, I'd trust Gareth Southgate to say, "I'm not the right man for the job."
0: Yeah, he's that type of guy, isn't he? Yeah. Would you? Not, I, no. Go I, I doubted him four months, four years ago. I I was what? one of those doubters.
1: He's proved himself.
0: Well, that's a thing, isn't it? So to to finish the topic off, right? So obviously we we're talking about Nations League, which is glorified friendlies. So fast forward to the World Cup. How far can you see England going? It's a tricky one, this one, isn't
1: it? Because yeah. normally you're playing a major to- international tournament on the back of a season. Yeah. So I could comment now saying, "Yeah, we'll be flying because you, Phil Ford has had a great season." Um. Or you, you know, Sterling's had, had a brilliant season. Uh, Bellingham's been playing brilliant over in Germany, but it's hard to predict now, isn't it? Because they've, they've got to have yeah. three months playing with their clubs. Anything could happen. My main worry is what happened fifteen, sixteen years ago, or whenever that was, when we lost your Owens and Rooney and Beckham and Gary Neville to the Metatarsal injuries. Yeah. You no, know, is that going to happen again? Now some of these players got to pick up injuries before they go in. Um. So, I mean, my prediction would definitely be—I'd say they'd, they'd get to the semi-finals,
0: but depend on the draw type of thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: There's, I mean, we'll get through the group stage. I've looked at that. We've, we've done something wrong if we don't get
0: through the group stage. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say <laughs> quarters, semis, and just depends on yeah. the depends on the draw. But we'll, like there's you say, ab- there's say, absolutely
1: no reason why we can't win it.
0: Yeah you've got to go into it with that confidence and the players we've got. As long as the selection's right and we don't have major injuries to the major players, I can see us, see us going quite far, to be fair.
1: Yeah, but there's also no reason why Brazil can't win it or yeah. Argentina can't win it or Portugal can't or France. Italy can't. I mean, <clears throat> we're talking about Gareth Southgate. Um, Mancini's getting the exact same stick from the Italian press, yeah, from the Italian public. And he's, he went and won the Euros.
0: Less than a year ago,
1: local yeah. cool
0: football fans that's what we are i know i think I think though obviously the Italian press because they're not actually they they're not in they're, they're not in the world cup either because they they failed to qualify through the playoffs yeah. so yeah. which you know which is so funny because European champions can't even qualify for the world cup it's bizarre, yeah.
1: I mean, I personally think that if you've won the Euros, you should get automatic qualification into the World Cup. You'd think so, wouldn't you? I'm
0: sure that used to happen, but yeah, I I, I think that should be a no-brainer because it just looks bad for the sport, doesn't it? Yeah, 12 champions of one competition and then them not even representing that country in the World Cup. Um, But yeah, like...
1: Southgate's done he's rebuilding now he's won that they asked for a tournament to be won he he delivered and now he's rebuilding for the future and now he's getting absolutely slaughtered for it himself
0: there's some team as well Italy as well on the day to be fair
1: yeah I mean I'd take I'd take England winning the Euros or the World Cup to then not qualify for for the Euros and the World Cup four years running yeah I'd take that to, to then
0: rebuild and start again well you would wouldn't you but the the press are very fickle. Um. Yeah. But yeah, we'll we'll revisit revisit that closer at the time. Obviously, the World Cup. Yeah, definitely. Um. But yeah, nice talking to you about that. Anyway, Nath. Um. Nice no to problem. get a bit of your time because you're a busy man. I know.
1: Yeah, I'm sat in the car at the moment filming.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, right. Uh, I'll catch. I'll catch. Catch you again soon. Yeah. Take it easy. No problem. See you later. And as always on the podcast, we would like to say thank you to Jensen Day for his music for the podcast. You can find him on Apple Music, Spotify, and all your music providers. Go and give him a follow. Really, really good up-and-coming artist, and would appreciate the follow. Coach's Corner. So this week in Coach's Corner, we'll be discussing how you set your team up Against specific components It's just me this uh, this week Unfortunately on Coach's Corner uh, Jack is busy He's working a lot So it's just me Um, And I'm outside in the garden With the birds and the bees Um, So if you hear any chirping It's just the birds It's not someone over my shoulder Saying come on Brad, tie it (laughs) up So yeah Um, Setting your team up So for me, in my team um, obviously it's only you know Grassroots football Not only it's grassroots football well, It is grassroots football um, So obviously it's not the Premier League But you know, um, you know It's what we talk about So for me depending on the opponent I'll set up a different formation Or I think it's important to give the kids So the girls in my team It's important to give them all targets So I don't think I've necessarily done that against certain opponents so you know when we play teams that we've played a few times there's targets and they know who does what well and and this and that and then there's other times where you look at it and you think okay we'll see what this team are like and then go from there so I think it's different you know say let's compare it to say the Premier League Championship League 1, League 2 where I'd no say Man City are playing Burnley. And Burnley are like, well, obviously they won't next season. But like <laughs> but Burnley are like, well, okay. We've got, I'd no say, if last season Tarkovsky, Ben Mee, etc., Nick Pope. Like, right, we need to put a man on whoever the false nine is. Because the false nine is just going to come here, go there, and they're just going to take the mick out of us. And I think it's important to when you look at that, you you know, you need you need a plan and you need to have that preparation because if you don't have that preparation, it's gonna bite you in the backside big time. You know? Um so you know, going back to the grassroots side, for me, um to always have that basis of you know, I think it's even when you you know, and you set pieces and that, um, recently because we've got what we last season we had one free kick taker who's our captain who who is unbelievable she she's fantastic absolutely fantastic um you know so the free coaches the coaching team for next season we we know what we expect we know where we're going with it and and it's fantastic you know i've got a great coaching coaching set up for next season um which is much improved. Um, and that's what it's about, isn't it? Progression. Progression, improvement and everything in between. So I think that's really important. But, yeah, going back to the point of what we're working on. So we, we had one free-kick taker last season. For next season, we've got two. Um, one of my centre-halves um, just wanted to take a free-kick when we were doing some free-kick practice with, um, with our captain. And she banged one in from thirty-five yards out, and I was like, "Well, that changes the conversation." Um, I don't know if anyone else has got got had a surprise like that from their players, girls or boys. Um, but yeah, it's it's fantastic when that happens. But but planning for specific opponents, I, th- I think it's difficult sometimes. You know, depending on what sport you're in, I think it's really difficult. Um, because sometimes you can't because. You could have injuries. Obviously, going going back a few years, you know, COVID, because um, obviously the, you know, you had the isolation days, and we had plenty of them within our team. Our goal, our superstar goalkeeper um, missed a couple of games, um, and that was massive for us because we only had one goalkeeper at the time. Um, so yeah, it was it. It's just one of them. I, I think it's difficult to to pinpoint certain things, but but I think. You need to be confident in your ability to manage or coach your team, and then it'll be easier for for you to relay the information on what you need to do for a specific opponent um so yeah that's that's it really I think you know it's what it's one of them subjects where it is really difficult to to prepare for but yeah it's 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 been great you know um talking about that. Through my experiences, and you know, I've been I've been coaching eight years now. Been coaching eight years, which is a little bit less than Nathan, um, but you know it is what it is, um, and I'm and I'm hoping next episode to get Nathan back on, um, to have a chat with him, see see how he's doing, um, we've been really busy, been really busy with our, our club, setting stuff up and, you know, reaching for the stars and. And you know, it's massive, you know, if you want to check it out, FC Dalton Locomotives. For me, it's the best best girls only club in the region. Um, you know, it's massive and we're building and, and yeah, it's been it's been great, been fantastic with our presentation day last weekend. Absolutely fantastic. And yeah, and for me, I don't know why you wouldn't want to be a part of it. It's absolutely unbelievable. So yeah, that's it from me, Um, and I will catch you on the next episode, and as always, take it easy.